0: Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Rita Roy, CEO at the National Spine Health Foundation, and I'm your host for the Get Back To It podcast, where we tell real stories of healing and recovery. What does it mean to get back to it? It means overcoming spine problems through treatments that work in order to return to the people and activities you love, whatever that looks like for you. It means getting back to your life. We're here to share the success stories of those who did just that and some of these stories you're not going to believe. At the Get Back To It podcast, our goal is to tell stories of spinal champions who've been able to achieve a better quality of life through spinal health care. In today's episode, I'm delighted to be speaking with Jennifer Fell and her son, Liam, a spinal champion who's just four years old. While pregnant with Liam, Jennifer underwent a routine ultrasound when her doctor discovered Liam had an abnormal spinal curve. Now, four years later, Liam and Jennifer have had quite the journey and have a long way ahead. In spite of all these challenges, however, Liam is a happy child who loves life, enjoying each day to the fullest. Now that you know what to expect, let's get back to it and dive right into Jennifer and Liam's story. At five and a half months pregnant, Jennifer's pregnancy was normal, until an examination of Liam's spine with an ultrasound left her doctor very concerned. At that moment, my heart stopped and sank because the doctor said Liam's spinal curve was
1: significant. And because Liam's curve was profound at such a young age, he was only 22 weeks old in utero. My doctor said there was a possibility that Liam might not be able to walk.
0: Because Liam was still growing in Jennifer's womb, his spinal curve would worsen and potentially affect the development of his heart, lungs, and brain. During my pregnancy,
1: we were referred to many different specialists from orthopedics to cardiology and later to neurology and genetics to ensure Liam was growing and developing well. Although I only had several months left before my due date,
0: with all the unknowns, it felt like a very long pregnancy. Four months later, Liam was born and seemed happy and healthy and his parents were excited to bring him home. Before they left the hospital, however, the doctors confirmed the diagnosis of congenital scoliosis and told Liam's parents they had a long journey ahead. Since Liam was born, he's been seeing an
1: orthopedic surgeon approximately every four to six months. At only two years old, Liam had already undergone numerous x-rays, ultrasounds, and an MRI scan. Liam wears a back brace every night And it's very likely that he might need to undergo spinal surgery soon. Jennifer,
0: you've indicated that Liam will likely need spine surgery soon. As a parent, this can be very scary. Confidence in your doctor is an important part of helping you work through uncertainty. Tell us how you have found the spine specialist that you are working with and that you trust to put your son's life's hands in. Absolutely.
1: As a parent, spinal surgery for your child can feel very scary and worrisome. One of the biggest challenges as a parent in dealing with our son's congenital scoliosis is the overall feeling of uncertainty. After Liam was born, we didn't know how quickly his congenital scoliosis would progress and how his bones would develop. And so dealing with a lot of unknown factors and not knowing what treatments or when surgery will occur has always been a challenge for us as parents.
0: Yeah, and that's so scary. Liam's not your firstborn child, is that right? That's correct. Yes. So, so it comes as a total surprise. You've had other healthy normal pregnancies and you're you're coming into another pregnancy and then you get this news and that's just um it's it's very scary. And and finding the right support and the right information to become knowledgeable quickly about what you're dealing with is so important. Can you share with us how how you found information and and support?
1: Absolutely. So I remember we were referred to our amazing pediatric orthopedic surgeon, Dr. George, from the Nicholas Children's Hospital Center for Spinal Disorders. And it was there at our first appointment where we came across this pamphlet from the Setting Scoliosis Straight Foundation. And, um,
0: you know, during a time of uncertainty, You're sitting there in the clinic and you and you see a pamphlet and it speaks to you and you suddenly feel like you're not alone. Right. I mean, that's that's exactly it. The pamphlet had all this information about
1: the scoliosis treatments that were available that were out there. I talked about even having the opportunity to volunteer, which I thought would be a great opportunity for me and my family just to get to know other families that were impacted by scoliosis and then connect and you know, get together and learn and just share stories. So, you know, for me, it was a time when there was so much uncertainty, so much anxiety, not knowing what to expect, not knowing much about it. But knowing that there is this wonderful resource out there really helped to calm me down and help me, you know, know that there's doctors out there that are looking into scoliosis that they're creating. You know, there's this wonderful resource that's creating awareness about scoliosis which really gave me a lot of, of like calmness, if you will. Journey. Yeah,
0: no, that's that's awesome. And, you know, that's what we're all about at the National Spine Health Foundation is connecting people and creating community. Because when you do get a diagnosis, whether you're a mom or whether it's your own diagnosis, you're fearful, you're confused, um, you don't know where to turn for help. And connecting with other people who've gone through a similar journey can be such a wonderful resource in a, a in a very reassuring way to to go through that journey. We say with spine, you know, for for everybody, it's it's a journey. It's not a one and done thing. Our our spine is it's long. There's 33 vertebrae in there. There's lumbar, there's low back, there's cervical, there's thoracic, there's three, you know, three major parts of your spine and it carries you through life. And so, you know, there's there's lots of things that can happen to to the spine whether are born with a condition or you develop a condition over time it's um there's a lot to learn there's a lot to know um when when you were told that your son had congenital scoliosis what did that mean to you so
1: i was pregnant i was 4 months pregnant when we got the news right that he had congenital scoliosis and so i mean it, at that point it was we didn't really know what to expect because at that time Depending on how he would grow, if his scoliosis developed or advanced too much, they said that it might impact his brain, his lungs, his heart. So it's really just everything has been a wait and see approach. Um, Everything has been um, just kind of, you know, let's see what happens at the next appointment. Let's see what happens the following appointment. And um, even to this day, after Liam was born, when they said, you know, it's confirmed he does have congenital scoliosis, so it was like right after he was born, they had done x-rays. We knew like when the doctor had told us and I was still there at the hospital waiting to get discharged, we knew that it was going to be a long journey. That's yeah, pretty much what it meant to me that they're already like kind of telling us the resources that were out there and maybe like some therapy as well, like physical therapy. They were kind of getting us prepared that it was going to be you know, a long road ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah. And when, when Liam was born, what was he like as a newborn as you, you know, you've delivered other children and now you have a child in your hand, you know, you're going to have a health journey. Uh, What was that moment like for you? Can you share that with us? He was calm, just the calmest baby. Oh,
1: (laughs) It was so joyful. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, perfect in our eyes. When he, you know, was born, he was just kind of like looking around and just, you know, taking it all in. So it was amazing. I mean, it was a relief. To you know, go through that pregnancy journey and just so many unknowns, and I was just you know really excited about you know being able to hold him in my arms, and yeah. I was able to do that. I mean, it was tears of joy. Yeah,
0: oh, you can make me cry. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So, so Jennifer, what yeah. what sort of advice would you give to parents who are facing a similar situation? Um, you know, who might just be beginning this journey? What are some of your strongest learning moments and what advice would you give?
1: So as a parent of a child born with congenital scoliosis, a couple of first steps that I recommend are getting a good team of doctors to evaluate and monitor your child as he or she grows. You know, you're off to a great start if you have a good pediatrician and an orthopedic doctor. Another piece of advice is to educate yourself about scoliosis. Right, Um, you want to read and learn more about it. I think it's important to use credible sources to learn more about scoliosis. With the internet, it can be really easy to go down a rabbit hole and not get the accurate information you need. So to start, at least you know, I think the National Spine Health Foundation, the Setting Scoliosis Straight Foundation, are both wonderful resources. They both have lots of information to offer about scoliosis. They provide these great videos and articles. Just making it really easy, you know, when you don't have a medical background, you don't know anything about scoliosis, you know, just to what to expect about it, and then uh, most importantly, at least for me, like what are the the latest advancements in treatment, you know, when it comes to to treating scoliosis. So, oh, and and one thing I wanted to add, what I what I personally loved um, was just being able to hear other patients' journeys, right, and and am hearing their stories, the challenges that they face, because honestly, that really helped me feel a lot less alone in our scoliosis journey, right? Um, yeah. Just being able to, you know, hear what they had gone through. Um, it kind of gives, you know, a nice, like transparent way of learning what to expect and just hearing yeah. people's
0: journeys. Yeah. And it gives you hope, right? It's, it's You're going to get through it others get through it. And there's hope in learning those success stories that other people have.
1: Right? Absolutely. It's it's really inspiring. I um hear the kids that, that are talking about their journey, and you could see how brave and courageous that they were, you know, to kind of speak up and, and that they want to help others, you know, so that was yeah. really inspiring for me. And, um, yeah. and it's something I will, you know, Liam will embrace, you know, embrace the brace, right? Embrace right. poliosis. And to, to advocate for the others out there.
0: Thank you so much for, for stating that Jennifer. And I, I know that others are going to be inspired by listening and learning from you. We'll have to, we'll kind of have to do this like once a year and just kind of follow along with Liam. That would um, be awesome. That would be. Yeah. Fun. Well, I understand he's a very happy child. Tell us what kinds of things he likes to do. Um, You know, what, what are some of the activities uh, that he's doing and and share with us what it's like to wear that brace when you're four years old and as a mom how do you handle that and does he understand it and let's talk about that a little bit
1: absolutely so yes liam is a very very happy child um you know wherever he goes he's trying to make friends he's laughing he's smiling his teachers at school they tell me you know the same thing that he's just he's just got this big smile on his face he loves running and he's a pretty fast runner. Um out of our so we have three boys. So out of our three sons, Liam is the most adventurous. He's daring. He's the one that <laughs> wants to climb up the highest point of the playground and say, I did it. Look at me. go <laughs> so, on um, he's he's you know, he's really like daring. And I I love that about him because yeah. you know, we we don't treat him any differently. We tell that to our our other sons, too, that every baby is unique and special, right? And this is what makes them special. And we're there to offer the support. You know, we one thing we do with our other kids is we keep an open and ongoing conversation about scoliosis because we want them to be mindful and to be aware of it. And then if they ever meet someone else with scoliosis, you know, they know, know not to treat them any differently. And they know to maybe offer support, you know, a hug, whatever they need, a smile. Wow, that's so great. About the brace, though, I'll I'll tell you that um, when he, Liam had to wear the brace at two years old was when he was asked to start wearing the brace. It was pretty tough. It was pretty tough because, you know, how they say, you know, terrible two, right? So that two-year-old stage was challenging. But I will tell you that we would always try to surround wearing the brace with positive experiences. Right. So like Liam loves to play chase and like run and and play hide and seek. So, you know, it's something that we would do. He'd say, You can't catch me. And then so we, you know, run and catch him. And he's like, Okay, I'm ready to wear my brace. Right. But that that took a lot of of time to get. We always tried to surround wearing the brace with like these fun memories. I mean, have to admit, you know, we did a lot of bribery. Yeah. So we'd say (laughs) you get these prizes right? If you wear the brace, you get to go to Legoland and, you know, we, we you know, make it really fun, Yeah, right? You know, it got to the point, actually, where um, Liam's older brother was like, listen, can I wear a brace too, please? Because I really want to have these prices. <laughs> and he's like, can I get my own brace? And, you know, another thing that we did with the brace um, was we chose a company that would allow Liam to customize the brace, right? right. So, he loves sharks. He loves ocean animals, and so this, this brace company that we used, they allowed him to kind of pick, you know, what he wanted to design his brace with. So he chose little sharks, and then he put his favorite color on it, you know, blue. blue.
0: So he made it his
1: own. That's great.
0: Yeah. So you t- yeah. talk about embrace the brace. That's really embracing the brace. He made it fun, and 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 the brace is your friend, right? I mean, it just the yeah. brace is your friend.
1: Exactly. It's it's basically at the point now where, like you know, Liam will tell me, "Mom,
0: bedtime. You need to put my brace on." Uh, that's great. That's I mean, he's great. reminding me to put on his brace. That's great. That's amazing. And and it's hard in the in the family dynamic because it 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 seems like you know why is our baby brother getting these extra things and I want to get something extra too and that's that's all really tough stuff to manage and it sounds like you're doing an amazing job navigating through that and and having the family come together around it but also not you know like like you say treating everyone you know the same in in your family that that everyone's special everyone has their own gifts and and to be celebrated that's hard it's it's definitely a challenge every
1: day we take it you know day by day we try to be as transparent as possible, you know with with our kids too, right? Like we don't try to sugarcoat it, you know mm-hmm. um even when Gavin, my older son is like, "Oh Liam, he gets to you know have all these, you know, and we'll say you know that Liam is our scoliosis superhero, you know, and we gotta we gotta encourage him, you know, we gotta support him um and it's it's you know something that that I had that talk with my oldest son when we went to. Um, San Diego to um, to speak at the Setting Scoliosis Straight Foundation, right? So my son was like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to speak too. And I'm like, you know, this is this is our time to to see Liam yeah. shine and to support him and encourage him. Yeah. And we're here for him. So really, we want our kids to be part of Liam's journey, right? right? We want them to be aware and to be mindful and to be supportive and encouraging. Yeah. I said to my oldest son, when it's your time to shine, we'll be there. We're all going to
0: be there to support you. And we did actually, he had a like a school recital and we were all there. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And, you know, being in an encouraging family like that. And certainly for the brothers, I mean, they're learning a lot too, just passively by being the brothers. And, and to your point, they're, they're becoming advocates as well. Right. So they can, they can talk about scoliosis. So they see another kid um, that's got scoliosis. It's like, yo, yeah, I know all about that. That's not, not exactly. Yeah. I will say
1: that my oldest son did want to say something so I I did promise him I was like okay I'll I'll
0: see if, if it's okay Absolutely you, Oh I and I absolutely I think that's such an important part of it I mean you know he has a role as the older brother and you know this is his baby brother and it's it's um you know he's got a unique position in the family to um um be the older brother and the encouraging brother but also Run faster than Liam. See if you can catch me. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. They are. They're the best buds. They really.
1: You know. They and I love that. It's like they they challenge each yeah. other. Yeah. And I. God, I love seeing that brotherhood. Um. You know. Right now, my youngest. You know, he's he's catching up. He's catch the two year olds catching up. But I, um, it's really nice to see them all. Just you know, just embrace each other. Well, that's and, awesome. And
0: Does he want to come in and say hi to us?
1: Hi. My name is Gavin. I'm Liam's
0: brother, and. And Mm likes being a superhero. And that's all. Can, is Liam faster than you, Gavin? Who, who... I'm not older than him. Oh, well, there you go. You got to, you know, you got to take the lead and see if he can catch up to you one day, right? Right. Great. Well, it's so nice to meet you, Gavin. Thank you for coming on and talking with us.
1: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> well, um, let's see. Are there things that we didn't, what it, do we, do we not cover some things? I'm, I'm kind of. I lost myself here.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So with finding the right doctor, um, I could talk a little bit about like how we, you know, how we found like our, yeah. Top. we were referred to Liam's amazing pediatric orthopedic surgeon, Dr. George from Nicholas Children's Hospital Center for Spinal Disorders to our awesome pediatrician at that time, Dr. Roger Stout. And while we trusted our pediatrician's recommendation and referral, you know, we still wanted to do our own research to learn more about our potential new orthopedic doctor. I believe we looked at the center's website to get an idea about our doctor's practice and whether the center seemed up to date with the latest techniques and advancements in treating scoliosis. And so after having an opportunity to do all that, you know, we felt that we were putting Liam in great hands. Overall, I think having a sense of what to expect before our first orthopedic appointment was helpful for us. We felt that we could come in ready at our appointment, be prepared to discuss what questions that we had about scoliosis, our concerns, next steps, and possible treatment with our doctor. I think that by being able to have this open, honest discussion with your child's doctor and being able to develop that trust with your doctor plays a huge role in helping to
0: find the right spine specialist. Yeah, that's so important. And, and that relationship you develop is really important. You have to feel good about that because it's it's going to be a journey and there's a lot of trust involved and um you know finding that the right chemistry and I think most fine surgeons will say find the right person who you connect with and it's okay if if you need a second opinion or you need to see someone else make sure it's someone that you feel really comfortable with and and that's that's really important to do exactly i 100% agree with that i think finding the right doctor building that relationship Feeling really comfortable is 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 really critical. And if you don't have that, don't be afraid to go out and find another opinion or find another doctor. I think that's that's a key message there.
1: Absolutely. And then oh, I did want to add one thing up tips for other parents. Yes. So, you know, to help us deal with all the uncertainties with our son Liam and his scoliosis journey ahead, we always try to focus on the present and all the helpful information that we know about him and the treatments that are out there. And My best advice as a parent to another fellow parent with a child diagnosed with scoliosis is to be patient with the process and to be patient with yourself because scoliosis is not always a quick fix. It can actually turn out to be a lifelong journey. So it's critical to really give yourself that grace throughout this process.
0: That's such great advice, so beautifully stated. Also, Jennifer, thank you that it's, it's time. It's just time. And it's going to take time um, and, and giving yourself that grace. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Well, Jennifer, it's been an absolute delight to meet you and Liam uh, and, and to hear your story. I know that sharing it with the community will, will undoubtedly help others um, who are trying to make the best decision for themselves and for their child. So thank you. Thank you so much for being willing to share.
1: Liam and I are so grateful for the opportunity to share our story. So thank you so, so very much for having us.
0: At the National Spine Health Foundation, something we believe in most is providing hope for recovery through sharing stories of success and expertise. It isn't always easy to find someone to relate to, even though a hundred million Americans suffer from neck or low back pain every year. To hear more stories of spinal champion recovery, and access educational materials about spine health, visit us at spinehealth.org. If you're interested in supporting our show financially, you can contribute at the link provided. Thank you for listening.